Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. We have a band that is going to be playing... The Off-Ramp and Hash After the Bash presents Green Apple Quickstep, The Lemons, Elsteiner, Action Buddy, an old-school reunion of sorts down at the old Off-Ramp, otherwise known as El Corazon. That's coming up Saturday, October 7th. Uh, that is next Saturday. And we have Green wa- Green Apple... I just said Green Water. Green Apple Quickstep in studio. My bad. How you guys doing? Mm. So far, so good. How are you? Yeah. Doing good. Right, other man. than hello, hello. botching your name, you know. So uh, Just butchered immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go around the room. Uh, introduce yourself and, and what you do and, and what you will be doing in Green Apple Quick Step. I'm Jeff Redding, and I'll be playing the drums with Green Apple Quick Step. Awesome. Uh, my name's Ty, and I will be singing with the Green Apple Quick Step. My name's Steve. <laughs> I play guitar with the Green Apple Quick Step. <laughs> right on. And who are we missing tonight? Mary Ann, uh, bass player, and uh, Dan, guitar player. And uh, yeah, Mary Ann—they don't live in Seattle. So okay, yeah. we're minus them. Where are they where are they living at these days? Dan moved to Portugal. Wow, emigrate. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mary Ann lives Eastern Washington. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Eastern Washington. Awesome. So, is this uh, how long has it been since uh, Green Apples played together? Uh, I think four years. Nice. The Crocodile. Yeah. And then we played. Uh, Played with Candlebox. Yeah. At the uh, Paramount. With Sweetwater. Yeah, with Sweetwater. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to that, it had been a couple decades. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So we're we're new on the scene. Since the 90s. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, that initial, after, you know, a few decades of being, uh, you know, not not playing together, and what what brought you guys back, Um, you know? Did you guys kind of just run into each other? Was it uh, uh, just a conversation about? <clears throat> no, it was um, Kevin Martin mm-hmm. from uh, Candlebox. He was doing uh, his, what was that twenty fifth anniversary? Or I think so. Yeah, and uh, he just wanted. Uh, he asked if Green Apple could play and if I could put the band together, and uh, everyone was into it. So. That's awesome. That, that's yeah. That's where it started, and we played a couple shows since. So we can thank Kevin Martin for this. Thank you. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. Um, right on. Well, you know, if we don't mind, uh, let's go into a little bit of the origin story. If we can, uh, you know, dig up some uh, some skeletons of the past. So, 
who uh who remembers like day one like who was the member or were you guys all founding members steve and dan okay awesome uh, it was a uh, tacoma and it was called inspector love and the ride me babies i think that was that was the, the big, band yeah 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 and uh they, I, they actually had another singer. Mm-hmm. I was in Green or Inspector Love as well. And this but. was 1988, yeah, awesome. or 89. 80, could have been 87. Because we even. played shows with you guys at Squid Row. All right. <laughs> Sled. Sled. <laughs> well, they, uh, they had another singer. I went to a party. I don't know if you know this. I went to a party in Browns Point. Where, I remember that. You do. Yeah. Was Ken, how, Ken was the singer. Ken was the singer. Yeah, and I. I I went downstairs outside, and I, I was like, uh, I think I started to try to sing. Too. I had never sang before. <laughs> um, but that was where it started, pretty much, I think, yeah. And so you just kind of just tried and tried, and, and it worked? I was outside by myself. Yeah. I had never sang before, yeah. and I, I just, I don't know, I tried, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I don't know how I ran into you guys again, and you said... Yeah, it didn't work out with Ken, and then somehow you like just showed up and sang, and we're like, "Wow, Ty's great, good voice." I don't know um, if I was great, but you're I, great. I weaseled my way. Sure, the door. Very, very nice man. And thank you. We brought you in. Did anybody hear you when you were yourself? No, you were a singer who just really went for it and just experimented, and uh, yeah, yeah, we we like that, you know. Yeah, it worked out for the most part. That was Tacoma, and then we moved to Seattle okay. and, uh, to make it big. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> a lot of bands were doing that, right? Yeah. Well, this was ni- 1989. Okay, so it was a little bit before that. It was yeah. befo- right before the you know explosion of a lot of bands. Before. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that band, we, we had a manager. We like almost had a record deal, and then we didn't. And, uh, and then we got a different bass player, Marianne, and... It was pretty much the same band as Inspector Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then that took off. I think, you know, Marianne was the missing... Nice. Like, made the magic happen. Yeah. Why didn't definitely. Why didn't Inspector Love get a deal? I think we did. Island I Records. I think we were good enough, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <there's> like, <laughs> <laughs> not the bass player necessarily. And, and who was the drummer in, in Inspector Love? Same drummer. It was Bob. Bob it was Mink. Bob. So Dylan Inspector Love. He was prior to... Before Bob. Yeah. Okay, all right. This is, this is These are questions I wanted to know. Yes. Hey, yeah. help me out, dude. Oh, I'll yeah, leave. Yeah, sure. You can do the interview, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Green Apple Quicksap, how did it come about and, and you know, you know who, who came up with the name? Uh, yeah. So, it's a clever I, name. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was clever. my dad, actually. Okay. And it's actually a saying, Green Apple Quickstep, uh, a, a green apple tree in our front yard. Uh-huh. And I would climb up there and eat four or five of them. Nice. And when you do that... The runs. Oh. Uh, green apple quick steps. Very stupid. Yeah. Okay. But it, it like worked it. out for us. I like it. <laughs> so uh, how soon uh, after moving to Seattle did you guys kind of gain some, and then you guys actually did get signed and made a run for it and put out some records and, you know. But uh, how long did it take till you guys kind of got some momentum behind you? Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, you know, because it's been so many years now, it, it happened quite fast you know over a couple of years but you know when you're like 21 years old like we're just running around the city yeah and taking whatever gigs we could get and just trying really hard and really believing in it and uh i don't know i get maybe we just had the right attitude and it worked out at the time too it was you know in the city everything was kind of blowing up starting to anyways mm-hmm. with love bone and Soundgarden. garden you guys were in the ground floor for sure yep First time you came up to KIS, 
Kathy Faulkner? Was it with Damon Stewart? Who was uh, who was your the host that brought you guys up? Do you remember? Probably Damon. 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 Oh, shout out to Damon. Yeah. Big shout out. That's awesome. He's going to be hosting the concert. Again, the concert is going down yes. uh, Saturday, October 7th. And we're talking with Green Apple Quickstep here on La Mokal with the Lemons, L. Steiner, and Action Buddy. And uh, tell me, what's Hash After the Bash? Because I've seen that. <laughs> Before referred to, what is hash after the bash? That is, uh, this is kind of it's eggs, eggs and, and, and potatoes. It's and hash potatoes, eggs, and, eggs and black coffee, and they would serve yeah. it at the end of the <laughs> night at the off ramp um, for fifty cents. Yeah, that's awesome. Fifty cents to encourage people to like sober up, sober up yeah, and get totally home. Sober. Okay, yeah. they that's cool. You get home. a double double plate for for a dollar. I thought it was I literally it, people I just smoking so hash, much. but, you know. People would, like, people, like, I would make sure to go there, even if I wasn't seeing a show or playing. Yeah. You can go there and eat. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're yeah. a starving musician, you're, like, a yeah. dollar, and you can have, like, this giant plate of food before you go to bed. Giant bacco. Uh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> right. Man, we got to get that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're going to they're gonna do, they're going to do. Yeah, they're gonna oh, they are? Yeah. They're going to have the hash oh, after the bash. Never mind. Except for there's one difference. It's, it's nine. <laughs> yeah, it's not fifty cents. It's Twenty dollars a plate. <laughs> uh, so fast forward a bunch of years, and um, you guys make it to Beavis and Butthead. What was your reaction when you saw you guys got the Beavis and Butthead treatment? Wow, were you nervous? Like, how are they gonna roast us, dude? <laughs> uh, they didn't really roast us. They they weren't super nice either. It was <laughs> I? It was cool that they were talking to me. Yeah, I mean they they didn't just despite so many other bands yeah. like Winger. Well, they yeah. totally sank, sunk Winger's career. They loved Seattle. Yeah, yeah, they did. And the the one they said that there's an Allison Chains one where they're like, maybe someday we can go out to Seattle and hang out amongst all that, which is cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, they they were nice to you guys. They're nice to Grant. Yeah, hell yeah. That guy's got a light coming out of his butt. Right. <laughs> uh, and and that was for uh uh. A song, I believe, that we're going to play. Is that right? For Dirty Water Yeah, For Dirty Water Ocean. And we're going to play that in just a moment. But um, So you guys initially got signed by, what was the label again? Uh, it's called Medicine. It was a like subsidiary of uh, Warner Brothers. So, awesome. you know, like we're kind of on Warner Brothers. Sure. Which, which was nice, but, um, yeah. Must have put some, uh, some, some gas in your tank as a youngster, you know, getting signed to this big label and... You guys probably saw all kinds of the world that you know you wouldn't have otherwise. You, where did you guys get out to? It, uh, we we got to play uh, a tour with Rage Against the Machine. Wow! And Tool. Wow! In, in right Europe. when they were breaking. Yeah, too. yeah. It was it was that was really really great to see those pros and absolutely in Europe. That that one was. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, where else did you guys go with that? We went to Paris and Amsterdam and. Uh, we played Reading Festival. Wow, it's awesome. We played Glastonbury. Did you guys yeah. smoke any any hash and? Of course not. <laughs> you actually stayed. Where? I'll see you guys on the next. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm home. W- I woke up in the middle of a field, and <laughs> <laughs> wet. That's all I'll say. That's amazing. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, let's go into the song that was featured. Like you said, I'll be this butthead. Uh, it's Dirty Washer, Water Ocean is what we're going to go into. But, uh, again, Saturday, October 7th, Green Apple Quick Step with the Lemons, L. Steiner, Action Buddy. Uh, anyone, you guys want to say anything about uh, Dirty Water Ocean? Introduce it. I would just play it. All right, let's let the music speak for itself. It's Loud Local Green Apple Quick Step here on The Rock. Mm-hmm. 
It's Loud and Local. That was Dirty Water Ocean uh, by Green Apple Quickstep. You can catch them next Saturday, October 7th, with the Lemons, Elsteiner, and Action Buddy. It's uh, the off-ramp, and Hash After the Bash presents this show. Uh, it's been about four years since they played together. Yeah. And uh, have you guys had a chance to practice yet, or are you guys going to get that together next week? The three of us have practiced. Okay, awesome. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody else is doing their homework. Yeah. And then we'll get together. We're professionals. Yeah. yeah. We'll pull it off. It's not rocket science. So the um, time frame of which Green Apple Quick Step disbanded originally, what, what year was that? 98. 98? Uh, uh, what did you guys get into after that? Um, you know, as um, bands, family, life? What, what? Me and Steve did a, a band called the Hula Bees, and then uh, Dan and Steve are in the Breeze, or they started the Great Breeze. band, yeah. Uh, great band. Um, and then Jeff, a bunch of bands. I ended up in New American Shame. Yeah. And then ended up playing with Duff from, with Duff McKagan's Loaded. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Right on, man. And... Other members, do you know? Anne was in the briefs with uh, with Steve and Marianne. Kind of kept her head down for a yeah. long time. Her and her husband now got a band called Smoke It and See. Yes, yes. Well. I play with them as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. cool, man. Well, uh, okay. So thinking back to when you're little kids, and what was the first thing that made you fall in love with music? Was it? Kiss was it classical music by your parents? Was it you know Donny Osmond? What what made you fall in love with music? It was Greece. It was Greece. Okay, Greece. right on. That's Kiss. your answer. Kiss. Mine Kiss. was the Carpenters. Carpenters, awesome. Kiss and Abba. Top of the world. Okay, hold on. Kiss and Abba. Those are. Oh, and 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 that the first Christy McVie single off that off the whatever that first Fleetwood Mac record was mm-hmm. with her. Oh yeah, that like uh, you make love and fun or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was like, I was like talking about language. Seven. I, we were living in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And my mom would drive to tennis every day, and that song would be on the radio every day. And top of the world, I was just like, the heart yeah, was just like what is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, gr- uh, aside from the off ramp, what were some other venues you guys liked to uh, play back in the, back in the day? Obviously you guys moved up to Seattle in, in the late eighties. What were some of your favorite venues other than the, the off ramp? There's a lot rock candy. We played a lot, you know, yeah. kind of the staples rock candy and the off ramp. And I mean, there's like the ditto. Um, there was, was that upstairs a horrible one place. that was the weathered wall, the weathered wall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got to play like the Moor and the Paramount too. Like, it was pretty neat to just get to play pretty much every venue in Seattle. Oh, what was the uh, oh, uh, Squid Row? Squid Row, yeah. <laughs> there were some horrible places to play. I don't think we yeah. played the Sit and Spin, did we? Um, we do played, some laundry. We no, I, we did. The we Briefs did? played there. Huh. Okay Hotel. We oh, yeah. Played there, a lot. there we go. Um, That's good. Yeah, I love all those posts that people when they put up the whole of the calendar. Yes, there's always like Inspector Love at oh, the OK yeah. Hotel. Oh, we see the Rock. I follow the Rocket on the Instagram, the Rocket yeah. '90s, and yeah. they always have some really yeah. cool I stuff. I talk to other so. people my age who like miss that too. Where I don't have the patience to like scroll on a phone to see what's going on in town tonight. When you spill this, open up the a mag- yeah, 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 or the old version of the Stranger, and they would just yeah. have all the show listings. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you'd look in there and see your name and it'd make you proud, you know, when you're like <laughs> totally. a, a new playing. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So 
as far as um, you know, favorite and in like this could be bands that are currently going today or bands that are long gone, seminal, you know, heart or Jimi Hendrix or Smoke It and See. What are your favorite Northwest bands of all time? And whoever wants to jump in first. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I definitely know mine, and it was Alice in Chains. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Lane, probably one of the greatest singers. Tell me about the first time you ever saw them. Do you remember? Um, I probably partied with them before yeah. I saw them. They were always around. I don't, I don't remember the first sure. time I saw yeah. them. I've seen them a bunch of times. Absolutely. We played with them. We played with them in... Good. in uh, Olympia. Olympia. Right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's so hard to say favorite. I mean, the we like, can do a couple. You can just Nirvana name a few. Nirvana and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. They were just the greatest bands of you know. They were like, I don't know. It's like it's so strange to. I mean, I loved your guys' band when it came out. It's like it was just. It was. I think it was kind. Of, it wasn't lost on everyone how amazing all these bands were. But now, in hindsight, it's like, how did they all come from this little tiny place? You know. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a question. So you say your guys's band? Did you join Green Apple a little bit later? Or? I was the last drummer. Last drummer. Okay. Before it went. Uh, okay. Su- before it succumbed to the industry. Okay. So yeah. do you kind of just always were you a fan of Green Apple then before joining? Then? I was. Yeah. That's I really cool. liked. Uh, I was a huge fan of Reloaded. I thought when that record came out, when I heard Los Vargos, I was like, okay, well, that, there's their hit, and. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, I was a I was a huge fan. And when and when I saw you guys without you, and it was like it was okay. And then, but and then I, you guys were trying out drummers. I just wanted to play Los Vargas with you. Yeah, I was like, that's what I wanted. It's like because that's like one of my favorite Seattle songs. Yeah, bar none. Um, but yeah, and then we we played and it was really fun and it was a, awesome. the energy was really good. So we did it. And how long did you play? Did you get to play with it then? Like two years. Two years. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, well, no, I mean, because I'm still the drummer, so now it's been yeah. 17 years. You're the one that's stuck. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Continue, same question. Favorite Northwest band or bands of all time? Or, or artist. Doesn't have to be a band. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I always like obscure like punk stuff sure but you, you gotta you gotta say like heart though. yeah in the 70s heart is so bad i'm a guitar player and and uh that's it's just so good you know in the, the harmonies like you get bombarded with heart right just being living in seattle yeah. but you know it's so good there's a reason yeah there's a reason um it's definitely cool to be from the northwest and to be around like in the 90s when all these bands are blowing up because you know as a teenager uh in tacoma in the '80s, used to go to. I mean, I went to all the, like the all ages punk shows. And, yeah. Uh, Soundgarden would be on those bills, and Mother Love Bone, and Green River, and the Melvins. Everybody hated the Melvins because they played slow, and we all wanted to slam dance. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it was funny, and uh, the Accused, who you know, kind of turned into Grunt Truck. Yeah. Um, but we used to see Nirvana played, you know, in like 20 people and parts and stuff. And at the time, you don't really think much of it, but all of a sudden, they're they're literally the biggest band in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's a trip. Uh, so it's cool. It's cool to be from Seattle. Absolutely, man. It was it was amazing to to be able to listen to that record. Never mind the first time. Yeah. And like before anybody else knew what was about to happen to the world. Yeah. Because that song, like that was yeah. 
That must be crazy. Yeah, you know? I imagine. Do you remember where you were when you first heard it? I like, was it smells at, like Teen Spirit. I was at the OK Hotel the first time they ever played that song. Live. Wow! And there's video of it, and it's like he's not he did the song is like the chorus is twice like it's just eight 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 you know they right. haven't even made the song and he didn't have the words yet. Well, that's cool. But chorus was coming the first time you could sort of feel it was coming, and by the second time everybody was waiting for it. The place just explodes when the chorus comes in. It's yeah. wow. Yeah. What about you? Do you remember the first time you heard it? Uh, yeah, I do. And it's very uneventful. I was, I think, on makes, a makes side street in a car waiting for someone to get weed. <laughs> As you used to do. As yes. You had to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you couldn't go to a store. You had to, like, wait. And it was on the radio. And yeah. That's where I was. Yeah, how many weirdos we, we used to run into just like waiting for weed, you know? And how many hours we wasted. And weed. you never knew what you were getting either. It was just like, here's weed. Yeah, this is what you're getting. Board. Yeah. In a sack or something, you know? It's like, all right, here's your marijuana for the day. Cool. Uh, anyways, um, <clears throat> so is there a, as far as, you know, more shows or is this kind of just what you have so far and then we'll just take it from there? So is it every few years you want to play shows or is this? I, I mean, one show at a time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is there ever a future of writing new music or is that kind of door closed? So. Doors, yep. I mean, I, I, I just don't think so. Sure. I, I don't know. Maybe if you wrote a song, I'd fucking yeah. sing to it. Oops. It's all good. We ain't live. That. We ain't live. It's all good. I uh, the hard part is, just, you know, getting all together in the same same area. And I don't, I don't really like the sending music back and forth. And, and like, yeah. it usually turns out so hot. But we do, we, we just do what we can. And whatever yeah. comes up, you know, um, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. Hey, I had to ask the question. Yeah, the yeah. journalism question. There's, you know, there's had a whole ask. record that never came out. Really? All right. There it is. Yeah. Was that was it? Did, was it like shelved by the label? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, well, the industry just imploded. Mm. Shelved is such a harsh term. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it could have it gone out, but like the industry, yeah, the the industry fell out from underneath. Okay. What was happening? But you know. You know who played a uh, a song? Yes. Josh Freeze. I know. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How did that come about? Because he's an because he's a studio drummer, right? Yeah. This so was, he was just kind of for hire, and ago, just, but, yeah. uh, I, it, it was a connection through Curtis Management, uh, who um, managed Pearl Jam. Yeah. And uh, and us at the time. That's where that came from. I don't. Know. Well, we're gonna go into one of your favorite Northwest songs of all time. So why don't you introduce yeah, it? Uh, this one's called uh, Barracuda. Oh, okay, no, not okay. Uh, this is uh, Los Vargos. Yes, right. it is. It's Green Apple Quick Step. They're going to play Saturday, October 7th with the Lemons, L. Steiner, and Action Buddy. And we'll be back with more from Green Apple Quick Step. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock. Las Vargas here with Green Apple Quick Step. They're playing Saturday, October 7th at the Off Ramp. 
Yeah. Uh, El Corzo. Yeah. Should I call it the off ramp for to that? You know, I it's the off ramp. It's the off ramp. All right, night. cool. Yeah. They can call it Graceland if they want, which is kind of oh, in between yeah. name, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's El Corzo now. Used to be called the off ramp. Uh, I actually saw someone with an old off ramp T-shirt the other day. I was like, "That's cool, man. That's cool." I don't know why he doesn't use that name. I think it's. I think the trademark's open. He. It's got so much history. Yeah. It's associated with so much debauchery. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a bad thing? No, no, not necessarily. Yeah. Hey, Dana, change the name. <laughs> well, when we're talking, uh, you know, the peak of, you know, rock star debauchery of the 90s, any any uh, stories? You know, going down to L.A., signing the big record deal, any uh, stories you can actually tell, or are these all things that, you know, you'd, you'd rather not? Radio. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you want to say yeah, there, There's <laughs> great ones, I'm for sort of, sure. I'm sort of married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just some drugs. Yeah, there we go. Here, I didn't do a ton of drugs. I think I threw a fish on somebody at yeah. a show. Ooh. Somebody nice. did coke off the console at Electric Ladyland. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. What about, somebody, the, somebody, what about <laughs> when you guys were making the, the thing, the record, and like the... Keith with the you could tell he was coming with his oh, yeah, yeah, crystal the, glass. The record that never came out, we had, which was really not a good thing to have the Rolling Stones twenty feet down the down the hall. Wow. Yeah. So what, I mean, it was very cool. Studio was that? What? What studio was it? Ocean Way, I believe, yeah. in at Los yeah. Angeles. Um, the Stones were recording down the street or yep, down the hall. Down the hall. Wow. And you we're could, just a Babylon, probably. Yeah, and you could hear, you know, when Keith was coming in because you. I, yeah, in his drink, in a you know a glass. Yeah, coming down the hallway. Wild. Very cool. He came into our room, and uh, he did some drugs. Okay, <laughs> right nice. In front of us. <laughs> Whose drugs were they? Uh, they were ours. Uh huh. And we I, like, I got to meet Mick Jagger. He was sitting in a stairwell with two very young women. Nice. That was very cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Well, Mick, Mick didn't do drugs with you. Huh? Mick didn't do any drugs with you? Just Keith. No, just Keith. Yeah. Keep it real. Yeah. He's the one who has to jump around. He's not doing <laughs> drugs. But yeah, that was not a good idea to have the Rolling Stones <laughs> down the hall when you're trying to focus on making a record. Fair enough, fair Maybe enough. Maybe that's why it got shelved. <laughs> Such a harsh term. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 is there any chance of that ever seeing light of day, or do they own the masters? They, they own it. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, it's on. It's on. Uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, cool. I mean, you could listen to it. Yeah, it's I, called New Disaster. Mm-hmm. I don't think they own it anymore. I think after a certain time, you have to go in and you have to file papers. You could probably license it for a vinyl reissue or something, or a vinyl. It, it wouldn't even be called an issue reissue, right? It would be called an issue. An issue. Because you wouldn't even be reissuing anything. You'd be putting it out. Right. I think I've tried that and with no success. So. I'm like poking and prodding you guys to try and do all. I'm like trying to get you guys in trouble, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. This guy's going to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, again, the uh, show Saturday, October 7th is uh, Green Apple Quick Step, the band you're listening to right now with the Lemons, L. Steiner, and Action Buddy. So Lemons. Uh, tell me about these these other bands that we're going to be seeing. So I saw El Steiner last summer. Yeah. Uh, got to find out about them. I do not know about Lemons and Action Buddy. Tell me, school me. Uh, I don't really know much about the Lemons. I just know I used to see them, and okay, and, uh, they kind of had like a good uh, 
sort of like Ramones, but with the dude from Faster Pussycat singing is the best yeah. I can yeah, describe. Yeah. Nice. I love okay. it. I thought they were great. They got so Jimmy Paulson is the singer, mm-hmm. and Brent Saunders is the bass player. Okay, and they're uh, I, I don't know the other two guys, but they're amazing. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Cool. And Action Buddy, when we first moved to Seattle from Tacoma, they were like yeah. one of the bands that we latched on to, or like we wanted, you know. Can we play a party with you? We thought sure. they were the coolest. Dan Harris is the bass player. Yeah. He's the greatest guy on the planet. Nice. Yeah. It's just like, like really, really good, like funky rock. Yeah. I'm excited to see them. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. Stick around for some hash after the bash, too. Yeah. So. And then the Friel brothers hash. are in Al Steiner. And That's those right. Those guys are, you know, Seattle legends. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, man. Uh, so again, uh, Saturday, October 7th, Green Apple Quick Step at the off The Vogue. The off Oh, hey, The Vogue. <laughs> That's yeah. what I forgot about. That's nice. Really Vogue was great. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, and, uh, tickets are available now. You can get them at the door as well if, if you, you know, if you want to be cool and get them at the door. But yeah. they are available now, lcorazonseattle.com. Oh, and it sounds like it's going to be, so doors at seven, show starts at eight. Awesome. Sounds so good. So don't 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 be an old person and get there late. Absolutely, man. Get there on time. Catch these bands. Get your hash on the bat. Hash after the bash. Any uh, final words or shout outs or thank yous before we jump into uh, Tangled? Thank you, Kevin. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thanks yeah, to yeah. Castle for making this connect. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, right on. Well, let's go into it. It's Tangled. See them sec- Saturday, October seventh at. The off ramp. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Kevin. You. Thank you. Cheers. Looking under the washing machine, I'm picking up a love mine. A daddy will change Or maybe my old blue jeans I haven't worn in a year But deep in a pocket I found a whole dollar bill This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.